0: This one is for all the men out there. If I catch you looking at me or another woman, where you're looking this up and down and dressing
1: us with your eyes, looking your lips or saying anything, I will take you out.
0: And not for dinner, I will murder you. You understand what I'm saying? Three days later.
1: Oh, hi. If you're a guy that's looking for a girl that's
0: 5'11", almost 30, is pretty funny, but pretty damaged. <laughs> just got a great personality i'm right
2: here this
3: is a disclaimer the crimson capsule chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy.
2: You know, you really say, where do these people come from? Bye-bye. So we've had three singles so far. I, I tell you what, where do these people come You know, I'll tell you what. Oh, we have another one over here, another single. Right, get out of here. Get out of here! Get out of here! Looks like a nice little guy, actually. Go home to mommy! Go home! Show you, how deep the rabbit
4: hole goes. Yeah, Jersey Judah back Tuesday, second day of the week. Today started off good, you know. what I mean, woke up, played some cyberpunk uh, 2077 which I got to admit, I'm a dumbass. This is the third time that I bought this game. Now, I bought the game when it first came out, and people that know about Cyberpunk, people that know about video games, they know how much bugs and glitches and how much of a disaster it was. I barely enjoyed playing it. Now, with things mostly fixed, I got to say Cyberpunk 2077 is lit. So this is how my day started off. And by the way, Jersey Judah, Crimson Capsule Chapel, okay, just to get that out of the way, it's gonna be one of these episodes where I ran a bit, so I wake up, play Cyberpunk 2077, good mood, good spirits, have everything that I need to go through tonight with this episode, have all the content that I pretty much listened to throughout work, which today was, um, Austria D, um, Strong Successful Men. Shout out to Strong Successful Men. Good channel. Um, It's a guy. He goes through um, a lot of the Reddit posts. Pretty much the same thing that I would play, except most of the time, most of the time, these videos are done like, you know, like AI, sort of this AI generated voice. But, you know, he actually does videos and he actually reads through them. And it's a good channel. I've been listening to that today as well as Austria D. Everything's going great, right? I'm at the job, doing what the fuck I need to do. And all of a sudden, last minute bullshit which this job is really good at and I had to I pretty much had to let this uh boss supervisor whatever the fuck he is and the people who who runs the shit. I had to let them know like, "Yo, y'all got to be more professional. Like, I need a schedule. When are these people coming into this building because if not, I'm keeping the fucking doors locked." You see what I mean? Like, last-minute bullshit. So that really fucked my day up. But I'm here, right now, with another edition, another episode. Let me do a proper introduction. Jersey Judah, with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. That's a little too loud. My apologies. But yeah, uh, we're going to be talking about pair-bonding and possibly going through a bonus since it is 745 there's a good chance that I will be doing this I will be here over two hours possibly Um, we got a video from just pearly things but uh, I forgot what it's called what exact channel but I apologize but just pearly Things has a video simply titled sleeping around and pair bonding okay Then we have a video by some redhead chick with crazy eyes. And that video is called Promiscuity and Pair Bonding by Venus O'Hara. Venus O'Hara and pearly things. Women today exposing themselves and exposing the modern day women. This is my tactic. This is what I'm going to be using going forward for the time being until this gets played out. So if you haven't picked up on the patterns The other episode that I did, which was called... um, What was that? Oh, BW. Right? And literally, I put B space double space U. Okay? Coded language here. Started off with her detracting a lot of the women, including pearly things um, and the red pill talking space, mandosphere, whatever. Now, I'm pretty much going to be going through... Curly things as she talks about the truths of sleeping around and what happens with your ability to pair bond And we're going to go on the opposite end and I would say this is pretty much more of the left radical perspective feminazi perspective Of you know the modern-day female failure Um, If I'm able to go through that I would like to go through one of the uh, strong successful men uh, Video But we're going to see But without further ado Let's get it.
5: Sleeping with multiple people does impact your ability to pair bond.
1: Yeah. I didn't sleep yeah. with much people. Well, I know, but it
5: just I didn't say. I <laughs> no, didn't say I'm how, not that. I didn't say how many. I said more than one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like many. Yeah, Ooh, because even, no. even when you. No, no, I'm not. I'm not making a judgment on what is a lot. That's not my point. My point is the more people that you sleep with, Mm -hmm. the harder it's going to be for a guy to get married to you. Mm -hmm. And that's not a fun truth. I don't think that because I think as women, like we're forced to make decisions a lot sooner than men. And you're given a lot of attention from a young age, Mm -hmm. especially if you're like a very pretty girl, like at like 15, you have guys hitting on you all the time. I think girls have to make decisions quick. Yes. But I, I think it's dishonest to say there's no concept consequences to like sleeping with multiple people because there are and at least as women like we can have this conversation and like be honest to the next generation of women Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, definitely because yeah because that's that's my problem is a lot of feminism it it promotes do what you want with your body but in a way that's almost encouraging girls to be to be slutty honestly
4: let the woman tell you let's continue
5: it's not like, it's not, you know, like when you're having a, a, a tip march, what, what the hell else are you supposed to call that? It's like, like yeah. the patriarchy disguising itself as
0: feminism, like if you're using feminist Ooh. terms. Because it's like, you know, if there's men out there that like want to have sex with girls, like what best way to like get them to have sex with them, then tell them like it's cool, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's feminist to like be sleeping. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
4: So (laughs) let's bring that back because, like, I want y'all to pick up on that, man. I really want y'all to pick up on what she was saying. If I'm able to open this fucking phone up correctly. All right. Let's see if we can bring this back a little bit. I doubt it. Piece of shit.
5: I think girls have to make decisions quick. Yes. But I, I think it's dishonest to say there's no consequences to like sleeping with multiple people because there are, and at least as women, like we can have this conversation and like be honest to the next generation of women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Because, one. yeah, because that's, that's my problem is a lot of feminism, it. It promotes do what you want with your body but it, in a way that's almost encouraging girls to be to be slutty honestly it's not like it's not you know like when you're having a, a, a tip march what, what the hell else are you supposed to call that yeah, Like, it's like you know. the patriarchy
0: disguising itself as feminism like if you're using feminist Ooh. terms because it's like you know if there's men out there that like want to have sex with girls like what best way to like get them to have sex with them then tell them like it's cool like you know what I mean like it's feminist to like be sleeping around with
4: people. You know what I mean? I Mm -hmm. feel like. Ladies and gentlemen, what I like to call, I like to call this fat logic. Fat logic. It's despicable. (laughs) It's despicable. It's illogical, actually. What she pretty much said is that to be feminist is to be slut. To be feminist is to be a prostitute. Not to be woman. Shout out to Austria D. To be woman is to be prostitute. That's what Austria D says. But this woman is pretty much saying um, to be feminist is to be prostitute. Yeah, it's great. This this is what I mean, like, (laughs) it's fucking stupid. Psychology. More, yeah,
0: it's like more in favor of men than it is on women because then it also weakens you as a woman, you know, as mm-hmm. I said as we said before, like it can um it can damage you, it can uh, affect your self worth whether you want to accept it or, or not and then you're going to also like lower your standards, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just and, and go for anything. And in regards to what we were saying earlier, I feel like not only do we compare but we also romanticize the past. Mm-hmm. So it's not that, mm-hmm. that other person was necessarily better but when you're in a situation in the present you're very aware of the positive and the negative and mm-hmm. sometimes more than negative but when you look back on the past we have um we're we're biased towards the positives you know we mm-hmm. that's why we always say it, like the good old days you know the past was always better because not because it actually was but because we tend to forget the negative things faster than we than we do
5: the the good stuff
0: mm-hmm.
5: so yeah. yep. Have any of you ever gone um, back to an ex and forgot how toxic it was? No. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. No. No. Yeah. I only had one. And then then you're like, oh, that's why I broke up with you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, okay, We're going to read some super chat.
4: But see, it's kind of like idiotic for a woman to say that because she has to be reminded why she broke up with a man. And actually go back to the guy. So what she's saying is, have has she ever have y'all ever as women broke up with a man, you've dumped a man, and then you came back to him, and remembered why you dumped him. Like really, like like think about that. But this is but this is woman.
5: Um, uh, sorry guys, I know I said I'd be better about them, but if the conversation's just going well, I just try not to interrupt it, um, because I'm just trying to put on the best quality show for you guys, um, but I really want to read these Super Chats so um house of haas five dollars power of the victim when oh um, by the way sorry before i finish i start these um all the super chats guys i'd really like to get better lighting in here like I, I just feel like everyone's a little washed out so that's what i'm using the super chat money for right now so all the super chats it really helps the show hey oh.
4: mm. Now, I, I guess I guess from this, like if I was somebody who was a detractor, like if I generally disliked pearly things and if I generally did not want or did not want women to be acknowledged in this space, I would just point that out. Like not even like two minutes of talking. She's going through super chats and talking about what the money's being placed for. It's just not a good look. But like I said, I'm I'm fairly neutral. I'm playing I'm playing this and I played many um, clips from Pearly Things. So I don't I don't really give a shit. It just sounds it just sounds funny. You know what I mean? Shit like this sounds funny. Oh shoot, sorry. <laughs> uh, I the other bitch, matter of fact, the other the other bitch that uh the uh the B dub the BW, the female hater who called, you know pearly things and other, other women, light skin and white women in the manosphere in the red pill talking space, uh, scammers and shit and finessers. And, you know, to be fair, if I was somebody who was a detractor myself, which I'm not, I'm the detractor of the detractors. Okay. I don't let too many people like, like, like here's my problem, Right. And I always mention this, like you're if you're only looking at this from one person's perspective, then it's going to be a pretty, you know, close minded, regardless how open minded a person is. like if you're only listening. To these talking points or you're only in the sphere on one aspect, you're going to you're, you're probably not even going to be educated or know about anything else that's going on in the space. You're only seeing. You know, cheesy one liner pickup artist guys and desperate, depressing looking dating coaches trying to give you some right, ran, ran down game. You know, what I mean, it's something that a game that you can get for your uncle for free. You know, what I'm saying like game that you can get from an older relative for free. You, you listen into it, it's it's despicable. But when people see only that aspect and they tie that into what everybody. In these talking spaces think, you know, it's inaccurate. So like I said, I'm going to be very neutral, but like I said, you know, her talking about she need lights and shit and that's what the money's going for. It sounds sketchy.
5: It's time me to look at the camera, all the super chats. Um, it really does help the show. And um, I, I honestly don't even keep the money at this point. I just, um, spend it on equipment and lighting. So I really do appreciate you guys supporting the show because I really couldn't do it, with, do it without you. Okay. Um, um, so yesterday we missed a super chat from Izzy. I okay. uh, don't know if you can see that. It's okay, just... yeah, yeah, let me let me just refresh the page really quick because sometimes they don't go. Okay. Um, okay, so Izzy, sorry we, miss, sorry we missed you last stream. Pearl, I've become a fan... I wasn't even on the last. Stream. <laughs> um, please continue the amazing content. Continue to advocate for non-modern women. House of House power of the victim. When you have the protection of those with power, men are not afraid of women, but they are afraid of the men with the monopoly on violence. Um, $10 from Info, Info Understand how you feel and behave often are not the same. You feel like women are constantly victims, but in the real world. In the real world, how do modern women actually behave? Let's not be delusional or naive. Um, Gus, most domestic violence cases come from lesbian couples, and women aren't afraid of hitting men because they have never been hit by a man full force. Um, American bystander, does the panel feel... Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna read this at the end because that's a question. Um, Warren Lee, search YouTube's... Cl- 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 I don't know how to say the word. Clo... Colonel Kurtz, Depp heard flip the genders. It reverses the gender roles of Depp and heard audio tapes. Um, the, um, it's JFE. The reason mainstream didn't teach women the truth is because it, because the uh, truth, objective of feminism was to sell products to you all women are the main consumer base i agree mm-hmm. um info keep the super hard keep going super hard peeps we should support pearl and the messages to help people get better outcomes and be realistic and modern mm-hmm. entitled clueless society just human get the likes up gentlemen yes please guys like the video really I helps with the algorithm
6: yeah we're trying to get to 400 likes today yes we're at a k views or above that now so oh, shout yes. out to you guys Woo.
5: Um, okay, so then, Memorial um, um, Ray Two One Four. Women are prisoners of their emotions. Shut up! I know. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> Women up. are prisoners of their emotions. This is why you need fathers.
4: Women are prisoners of their emotions. <laughs> now, honestly, other than what, other than that super chat, I just don't think it's logical to do a clip that just involves super chats, you know, unless there's a lot of base shit, like what was just being said now. Um, yeah. Women are prisoners of their own emotions for sure.
5: Pick their daughter's husbands. Cause we, as men know if the man is worth a damn or not um, Xerox um, YouTuber, Laura, Lauren Southern covered pair bonding between men and women. The research she looked up suggested a woman sleeping with one man is the equivalent of, of a man sleeping with 19 women. Oh Jesus. Nice. Um, Basic Pearl, what is your biggest disagreement with the red pill? Um, what is the single biggest thing the red pill has taught me? Um, uh, my biggest disagreement is I don't think cheating is conducive for families and multiple wives. And I think a lot of red people, red pill people go with that. Um, uh, what is the single biggest thing the red pill has taught you? I think just the dating market, like the 80, 20 rule, I always thought was really interesting because as a girl. We don't necessarily know we're going for the same guys. Um, Dragon Slayer, Um, did the chicken guy really change or did you? And you're just being delusional in your remembrances outside sex. What? I'm going to keep going. Uh, We can answer that later, possibly. Okay. Um, Xerox, Better Bachelor covered this as well. Vasopressin is a naturally occurring chemical in males that encourages men to stay with women. Oxytocin is temporary for women, so they require constant stoking or kids in the old days. And then the question um, um, says Does the panel feel Women suffer more emotional damage than men. And also before we answer that, guys, I'm sorry, my dog is being wild right now. I don't know if you can hear it, but she's barking a little bit, and I'm sorry if you guys can. But yeah. Do you guys so I have an interesting one for okay, you? Okay, go
0: ahead. So I've always heard Me about men having Um, like men never being able to get over their first love. So I feel like men always have the one that got away, but women don't really like, whenever I feel like I've um, moved on from a relationship, I mean, I've only had like one serious relationship, but I feel like I've been able to like fully heal from that and move on whilst I feel like I've heard a lot of men speak about how they're never able to move on. So maybe I feel like women's emotional response is greater in the moment men's is kind of like lived out longer if that makes sense
4: i'll say as if, a man, i was gonna ask you yeah. as a guy yeah, you're a man do you think so. that's a thing i don't think that's a thing i think it's
6: more so discipline amongst a person itself yeah. like mm-hmm. if you do not want to get over that first love that you ever had that is a choice that you've made yeah like don't get me wrong people will go oh i can't do it i can't get over them they're the love of my life but really in true. <sighs>
4: All right. So I have my own little spin on this. So I think I think people in general, men and women to an extent, will look at their first um their love doesn't that love doesn't have to be directed in in terms of a long-term relationship either. Right? So that first person you know, for women, it's going to be probably virginity, shit like that. For certain men, it's virginity, right? But I don't think... The, the options that a woman has, it would be easy for her to appear to get over things quicker. Oh, how can she get over a, a previous relationship? Well, if she's on social media today, and she's in her 20s, late 20s, even 30s in some cases... She's putting herself out there anyway. She's taking pictures of herself. She's going to the beach, doing all this and all that. So she's going to have guys in that process while she's in a relationship. A lot of these women throw nothing but thirst traps out there on Instagram. Long-term relationships. Long-term relationships. This is what they'll do. So if the relationship doesn't work out or if she wants to, you know, see what else is out there. She's only one, one inbox away of making that happen because she already has guys in her DMs already has guys. You know what I mean? liking her pictures, etc. For a man, it's, it's number one. He doesn't have that access that a woman has just for being woman. A man, just being a man to a woman is essentially an invisible man. <laughs> like, that's you're you're the invisible man a man a man just being a man is just an invisible man a man who an average man who's who's working doing what he has to do on the grand scheme of things like dating apps and the high expectations of women nigga that motherfucker ain't shit like he's 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 invisible right so we know this so a man doesn't have Those options that average man doesn't have the options that an average basic woman does because of the desperation of men. All right. Because of the desperation of men, this is what you have going on. So men will get wrapped up. See a man, a man who gets wrapped up in the moment when it comes to a woman, like, and when I mean wrapped up in the moment, it's like, you're at that point where y'all got nicknames and shit like shit like that. And you're not even thinking, you're not even thinking about what if this situation doesn't work out, you're fucked. You're always going to be the, the man will most likely be the most devastated one at the end of the relationship, not just because of the emotional investment, but the financial investment. See what I'm saying? But women can't think beyond that. They're only thinking with feelings. You know what I mean? Just like with Tina Turner. What's love got to do with it? At the end of the day, love ain't gonna keep a fucking relationship together if a motherfucker, if a woman's only with the guy because of the money he makes and he loses his job, he loses his career, etc. Bitches ain't, they're not, they're not, they're not gonna stick around like that for the long run. Now, in some cases, they do. I'm talking about bitches, like bitches in in terms of women who are out there, and they're out there for a reason. Where you see these women who talk about wanting to get married at age 30, they had all their fun. Some of them are honest about it, and I'll give them credit for at least being honest and not capping about it, but most guys already know. Because throughout her her quote-unquote party years, right, um, where's the sound effect that i'm immature throughout her time in the cock carousel right where is it throughout her time in the cock carousel she had options she had an abundance of options right if she had it, it, it on top of that if she's attractive right she's going to have options but she chose to have her fun And the only reason why a lot of these women want to get married later on is it's like a survival. It's like it's like survival. Right. They need that man. Now, some women get humbled by the wall. The wall humbles them. And so they'll settle. But. It's a it's it's a it's a catch twenty two because for these guys who want these women to settle, they're not going to give you the excitement. They're not going to give you, you know, uh, like CGA, the monkey double backflips. Not that's not going to happen with you. You're going to get starfish sex. Spickle she has stories on top of stories her college years her party years this girl she hooked up with this these dudes she hooked up with but with you it's standard regular missionary and you gotta cut the house you gotta you gotta you gotta cut the grass around the house just to get a blow job it's despicable guys and guys will settle guys will settle for that. They'll understand because it is what it is in a lot of cases. And guys aren't really capable of just saying fuck it, I'm not dealing with none of this shit. You see what I'm saying? Like guys, a lot of I mean yeah, you got a lot of big they have Dave came to that conclusion. Like fuck it, I'm not, I'm going to I'm going to focus on myself, what I need to do because you don't want to be that guy who legitimately finishes last legitimately because you you've reached a point to where you had to make something of yourself and it might just because it might just be because of what you have that a woman's even around you see that whole dynamic of trust gets brought into the mix but like i said they don't want to have conversations about this they don't
6: really if that person's out of your life you've made a choice as to whether you want to detach from them or you want to keep that feeling because that feeling can be very addictive in its own right so people wanting to keep it i totally understand but more so is it conducive for the next relationship do you know that it's going to be bad for the relationship and are you willing to make the changes necessary in order to ensure that doesn't happen or it doesn't affect your next relationship
0: right Mm. i agree Yes, I agree. I think it depends on the person and that common. I think it's because you are confident and you know who you are. There's a lot of people, they don't know who they are, who they are, and they don't love, they don't self-love themselves enough. So that's why they kind of
5: like get still, they are stuck. Like, oh
4: my gosh, this a... is my friend. You know what? It's funny because I, I would agree with her, but I only agree with her when it comes to men. I think women have too much self-love. I think women today, for the most part, when it comes to their behavioral patterns and what they want, and what they expect, they become very narcissistic. <laughs> Bitch, that self-love turns into selfishness. <laughs> if anybody's going to be selfish, it's going to be me. All right? If anybody's going to be selfish, it's going to be me. And that's how a lot of guys should think, because you're not going to really get too much compassion from women, dude. Like, that's just that's just what it's hitting for right now. You're not going to be getting too much compassion. And if you're not going to be willing to bow down to uh, feminazis. You're going to be considered hateful. If you're not telling an overweight, obese woman that she's good looking and she's beautiful, then all of a sudden. You're fat phobic. If you're not willing to have sex with or date a Decepticon, a Transformer, you will be considered transphobic. That's already happening, by the way. But I'm just saying all that to make a point. Like, it's all bullshit. They don't want, like, the things that they talk about, like, where it's like, when a man brings up a woman's ability or inability to pair bond due to her sexual partners and how many sexual partners she has, she'll get offended. She'll judge the man as if the man is out there. And if men in general are out there fucking tons of women at once, we all know. And pearly things brought it up with the eighty twenty, but that can be broken down to 95, five when it comes to men who actually have the ability to quote-unquote spin plates doesn't doesn't happen doesn't happen uh, with modern men it just doesn't now women they can become the plates so this is a different way of looking at this shit these bitches can become plates where they can be passed around and they choose to be passed around just like how the woman said it earlier with feminism that's, that's what feminism is to them. That is what feminism is to that woman. Okay? So, they choose to be plates. Men, a lot of guys in this space would want to spin plates. Or a lot of guys listen to PUAs. I won't even roast them in this episode. But a lot of guys will listen to pickup artists. And they want that ability to spin plates and be with multiple women and all this other shit. Right. But they know deep down inside it's going to have to be more self-development regardless of how you look at it, whether it's going to the gym. Cause if you're, if you're fat and you're out of shape and you got some PUA game, you walk up the bitches and you get, you get rejected. <sighs> or if you, you try to be the gentleman and let me, let me, let me point something out. Cause I have this saved. Right. The difference between a man who's considered a gentleman and essentially a man who's considered a doormat is genetics. The difference between the man who is considered the gentleman and the man who is considered a human doormat is genetics. Period. No other way to put it, genetics. So regardless of what game, like, see, like I said before, that, that breaks down to once again, self-development, going to the gym, exercising, eating better, etc. cetera. PUA is not going to just do it for you. Hey, you may get some pointers, right? But they got other guys like like gym rats and shit, they do the same shit. They tell niggas to do the programs that they're doing. <clears throat> A lot of these niggas get caught up with the juice. They're shooting, they're shooting up tea. Pretty much like shooting like testosterone. Beefing up, hawking out and shit. But hey, to each his own. But the point I'm making is, really, I forgot what point I was making. I'm going to try to get back onto this shit. (laughs) That joint got me high as fuck. Um, Okay, yeah, the point I'm making is, from where I was talking about before with pair bonding, right, when a man brings up pair bonding to a woman and he, he wants to know, he would like to know, um, even though he's not going to get an accurate answer, let's be honest, um, a woman's past, the woman's going to be, well, sexual past, I will say. Because best and believe, a bitch is going to ask you about your relationship past one way or another. And she's going to expect that to be, you know, acceptable. But if you mention sexual partners, previous sexual partners, it becomes sensitive subject. But how they react is pretty much how you know you know, if they're out here, you know, in these streets, you know what I mean? She belongs to the streets. You'll know. You won't have to ask her. It's always a sensitive subject when it comes to a woman, especially a woman who's actually, who's who's doing it, who's been out there. And if you're a man who, well, obviously as a man, if you're not, but yo, if you're not maxing out on looks and if you're not maxing out on money, you're not gonna have those options. Legit. You're just not. Status can come in with just reputation, but then reputation can be connected to looks and money. You smell me? So there's no like there's no getting around it. A woman can be unattractive. A woman can be five and below. And she's going to have more options than a man who's essentially a 7 out of 10. So a woman who's a 4, who's just out there on dating market, she's going to get more matches than that man who is a 7. I'm telling y'all, like, this, like, and the truth about it is, it like, the truth is sickening. It's despicable. It's fucking despicable if you think about it, because then you realize, all right, you're still going to be looked at as the provider. Like I mentioned in the last episode, you're still going to be looked at as a provider, as a man. You're still going to be expected to provide for a woman. She's not going to be expected to be traditional as a woman. She's not going to be expected to know. How to cook, and have that not be an offensive question. You see what I mean? Because a lot of them been corrupted. <clears throat> They've been told they didn't have to do these things. They listen to these dysfunctional women, and now they deal with the consequences.
5: Self love. I don't think self love is like a thing. Uh, it is a thing no, i do I self-love I, myself I, what no i think it's like every time i hear a girl talk about self-love respectfully this is offensive uh, i don't get offended time, but every i'm just time time you like time I hear what a girl talk about self-love it's just like her <laughs> making excuses for poor behavior at times
0: well that's the thing is like I you never, know that's the problem with all these buzzwords that start going crazy on social
4: media, like <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> self-love for a woman is narcissism in a lot of ways. Self-love for a woman is solipsism. Self-love is the excuse to make poor decisions and, and, and it's, and I can prove it to you. You ever hear a woman say she has to find herself Code word. She's going on the cock carousel. She's on the cock carousel. She has to find herself, and you know, then she becomes one with the universe. You hear all this crazy retarded shit, but it's really like double speech. It's like it's translation for something else, and like men who actually understand this shit, y'all understand it. For those who don't, take notes.
0: Uh, like self love and narcissism. And yep. I just feel like there's yep. so
4: many buzzwords. She could. Bank, look, guys, guys. I didn't listen to this. I didn't listen to this. I didn't listen to this. She connected self love and narcissism. I did not listen to this, by the way. She did it. She just verified it. That's all she did. She didn't even realize it good job
0: that just get a bad rap because people just regurgitate the them in order though. to mm-hmm. like it's the same thing with astrology and spirituality and all this like these mm. are not inherently bad things it's just like certain people use it as a way to you know like just justify their bad behavior and it just mm. like makes it look bad for everybody but yeah. i do mm-hmm. feel like self-love is necessary i mean if you don't have that then you're just gonna make choices out of fear like because when you uh, live through self love, you live through truly like valuing yourself and making choices that are good for you and trying to maintain yourself away from a fear based mentality, which is what we were talking about earlier, which I feel like conduces to the to the bad choices, you know, and I also
4: keep in mind, guys, this is the same woman that was talking about being a slut as feminism. Self love. This, the, the, this bitch is, is the self-love bitch. You can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. They're telling themselves, you can't make this shit up. Okay, like, you cannot make this shit up. It's the most dumbest shit. Like, they say the dumbest things while telling on themselves. Like I said, self-love to a woman is pretty much narcissism. She connected self-love and narcissism without me even realizing well i realized it but i didn't even like she did it herself the same woman that was talking about you know well how am i going to get women or how am i going to get men to have sex with me besides going out there and having sex like i whatever this is terrible
1: that you, if you self love, then Terrible. you do not seek validation from people. Yes. You actually yes. know what's are worth, you yes. actually know <laughs> what exactly. you need.
4: You seek your validation from people. This is what she says self love is, but she's out there having sex with men because being a slut is being a feminist. <laughs> self love. Self love, people. A fucking disgrace.
1: And what, what is yourself? You at ad- least yes. ad- ad- you understand yourself better. You understand your needs. So you do not seek for someone to tell you, oh, you look nice today. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I like you or something like that. You actually know your worth. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't even lower your expectations, as you said earlier. Yeah. And also you will understand where you're standing at the moment. I'm not mm-hmm. saying self-love as if you're the best person.
4: Listen. And, yeah, you got to cover yourself because you're not the best person at all. Nowhere near it. And I sure is fucking the best person either. Like I said, I, 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 this is where, like I said, these type of videos with these type of bitches, bro. Like, I try to remain neutral, but I go so hard against these type of women. Like, I just, I can't do it. I can't. I really can't. I can't do it. I can't. How How do you know your worth? I guess you would know your worth if you've been out there. You know what I mean. I guess I guess a woman knows her worth if she's out there fucking every day. In the name of feminism, maybe she knows her worth, but her worth ain't going to be much after the process of doing that. That's for sure. So I don't know. This is this is horrendous. This is terrifying
1: or just, like, Mm -hmm. uh, reach a point to arrogance. Mm -hmm. But at least you know what you actually stand at the moment so you can understand that you don't need someone or you do not seek anything Mm -hmm. from someone else, if that makes sense. So Uh this is just, like, my experience
5: with self-love. Like, girls, that's about this. Mm -hmm. It's, like, usually just a... Okay to be delusional, and like kind of outpace where they're actually at in life. Mm. Like for example, they'll say, "Oh, I did like I love myself. I like I don't deserve. I'm I'm gonna reject these guys. Like I'm I'm above them in some way." They kind of insinuate. That, that's the thing, right? So, but mm-hmm. but to me, it's like if those are the guys that are approaching you and interested in you, that's that's what you deserve because that's what you're worth. Mm-hmm. Is like what you're like. How could I say like if I if I don't get offered a job, that's a hundred hundred? hundred thousand dollars how can I say oh I'm worth a hundred thousand dollars but girls will be like oh I'm 300 pounds but I'm worth a guy that makes six figures and is six feet tall and is all this stuff but if you don't have those men approaching you like how do you how can you say you deserve them
1: that's Mm -hmm. the thing so self love shouldn't reach a certain point that you would think that you're beyond everyone Mm -hmm. or you're above everything Mm -hmm. it should be limited because anything excessive is wrong Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so you should you should know what your expectations are and you should know what you're worth at Mm -hmm. least what what you expect from people do not go beyond everything. And if someone comes and is perfect for you, Mm -hmm. you'll be in a state, they'll be like, nah, I need someone better. Mm -hmm. Do not reach that state, but reach a state where you do not need someone that would, you know, would treat you badly, but Mm -hmm. still be like, Oh no, because he said that, okay, I'm going with him. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, And I feel like
0: if if you're coming into dating from a self-love perspective, if you're doing it from like what you just said, like feeling like, Oh, I love myself. So I deserve a guy that's six foot Mm -hmm. and rich. It's like, well, that's not really self love. That's like being yeah. superficial.
1: It's right, but that's what feminism is, has taught people. Thank you. Is that if you love yourself and you think you deserve that high value man, go for it. Even if you are not in in that same caliber or doing the things that you need to do to be with that man and keep that man, it just has taught taught us that self self love, you can Put yourself on a pedestal and whatever you think you deserve. That's exactly... Even if it's astronomical, out of this world, just unrealistic, it's okay. You can do it because of feminism. That's
4: it. Cook. 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 All right, we're going to stop right there. But that was a good one. That was good. But see, the reality of it is... In a lot of ways... Motherfuckers is too far gone into this shit on both ends of the spectrum. You know, I guess on an extreme, like I stated, if if being completely opposite of these individuals and not the woman who was talking, but the other chick, the bitch that was talking about, you know, to be feminist is to be promiscuous and all this other shit. Right. And she went from that to self-love to be considered the opposite if that means being considered alt-right or whatever the fuck these motherfuckers want to categorize it, then cool. I don't care. Hold on. Finally getting over this fucking sore throat, cough. I've had fucking mucus and shit. Coughing up mucus for the past three fucking days. But anyway, apologies for that. But... If I'm considered the complete opposite to where it would even be considered extreme or misogynistic, cool. Because these women are out of pocket. And the women who talk about self-love, Pearly Things was kind of getting there, but she didn't want to be there directly. And she pretty much allowed the woman, the other woman, to say it. You know what I mean? Because to be centered on self-love as a woman is is to be centered on narcissism and just being self-centered and being superficial at the same time. Now for men in this term of self-love, it would be pretty much the action of self-improvement, self-development. See what I'm getting at? So a woman, a woman can say she loves herself and not do shit to better herself. That That's just the cold hearted truth. Now I'm saying guys can do the same thing, but I say women are more capable of doing it. They got a fucking, um, they got, they got a group of other women and a group of just weak minded men that validate their behavior. You see what I mean? For them to be what they are and expect the things that they expect a man who says that he expects a traditional woman, he's looked at as a misogynist. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, okay? But a woman can sit back and break a man down and critique what he needs to do to better himself, what he needs to do when it comes to what job he has, what car he has, what friends he has, et cetera.
5: I think well and and the other thing I was gonna add is like
4: when you go into a relationship yeah we're gonna go on to the next video uh shout out to just pearly things but we're already close to an hour into this motherfucker I did not plan on doing this I wanted to get through all the videos nine times out of ten we'll probably go through a strong successful man or strong successful men tomorrow um oh yeah we got crazy eyes let's go through this Hi,
6: I'm Gina Sahara and welcome to another video. Today, I wanted to talk about something very provocative, which is promiscuity and pair bonding. I thought this was very interesting because the other day I was on YouTube and I saw some videos on this topic that popped up in my feed and I thought, oh, this is interesting. So I watched a couple of them. And the general consensus was if you're very promiscuous, you're going to have more difficulty to pair bond, which kind of makes sense. But what really bothered me about all of these videos and... And the comments in them was that there was a real kind of emphasis on promiscuous women. Nothing Promiscuous men are fine. It's just the promiscuous women. So a woman who sleeps around is a, and the guy who does it is a hero. And I just thought, oh, my God, have we not evolved?
4: Are things still like? We're going to have a lot of blame shifting going on a whole lot of blame shifting taking place where essentially she admits that being promiscuous, she admits that being promiscuous can result in a lot of cases of the inability to pair bond. But she says, well, what about the men? And I get it. Okay, let's say men are in the same predicament. Here's the difference: the man who is out there doing that, he doesn't have the damaged reputation that a woman has doing that. Basic, logical explanation, right? You would think that's you would think that's acceptable. That that's a good enough response, but no, I'm not done because they're gonna say, "Well, how can men do it and we can't?" Well, first of all. Going back to the 80-20, or really the 95-5 rule, there's only a small percentage of men who are actually doing that. You flip it. Flip the script. Bitches are out here doing it. Average bitches. They're out here sleeping around. More so than men. An average woman is out here sleeping around in the hookup culture. More so than the average men. That's a fact. This today, I mean, for me personally, I just think that's
6: really sad because um, I live in a kind of sex positive cocoon and I don't really live any double standards in my life with the people I associate. She belongs to the streets. My days with—I don't think they really think like that. And a lot of male friends that I have who are single and, and using dating apps—they're not looking for virgins. Or if they're looking for a, a partner, they're not expecting a
4: virgin or anything. Or well, and if they were, you would call him a fucking creep, now would you? See, this is the double standards of women. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. In a lot of cases, because hey, you can just be a guy who realizes what's going on and you say, "Fuck it, I just want—I want some action." So you can go out there with that mentality, right? That's going to be looked at. You're going to be looked at as, you know, an asshole, a jerk, this and that by women. But that's pretty much primarily what they want at that moment, especially on the CC. They're not looking for nice guys on the cock carousel. (laughs) They're not looking for gentlemen on the cock carousel. They're not. Now, they would like those men who, who do happen to fuck them and go through them. To have those qualities later on, she'll try to keep that man around. But a lot of these women get caught up in that in that moment of just being in the hookup culture, just being a temporary sex object. They get damaged by it. They can't pair bond. If they came across a guy who they actually are attracted to, they wouldn't even know how to go about it. Because they're so used to being out there, they're so used to the previous partners, regardless of how fantastic, um, how presentable this man is, right? She will always compare that man to previous partners. This is the problem when it comes to women who don't give a shit about pair bonding Women who don't give a shit about biology. Let's just be honest. Women don't give a shit about biology. Women don't give a shit about the wall until the wall is right in front of them. Yeah.
6: find if a woman's had a few one-night stands or who's lived a bit, at least she'll know what she wants, surely but um yes i was very shocked by this and i think it was really unfair that there was one rule for women and another for men but for me personally i'm I'm not pro promiscuity at all i would argue that promiscuity obviously there, there are different degrees of promiscuity but if you're constantly looking for the next shag, the next lover, then I think it's not really about sexuality or or libido. I think it's more about validation and ego, and that's kind of a sad situation. And also...
4: But that's what happens when women try to mimic men. That's what happens when... Well, women try to mimic 20% of men. They look at the twenty percent of men and they equate that twenty percent of men to every man because the average man and those below average are invisible to that woman there you go there you go there you have it that's that's pretty much what it breaks down to and then they try to do all the things that men do they want all the responsibilities that men have because they look at men as overrated right they look at men as overrated. They wanna be like men, sleep around like men, but they hate men. But they'll get fucked by men. It's 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 funny. Like for somebody who's a who's considered a pickup artist, right? For him to say that an incel hates women, while he has nothing but a variety from a lot of these people's point of views. They have a variety of women they're sleeping with, a variety of women they're sl- uh, they're smashing. They're not showing any emotions. They're not validating these women or doing anything, allegedly. How are you considered um, less hateful than the quote-unquote incel? You're out there treating the woman like the sex object that she portrays herself as. And you connect this to manhood. You connect this to being masculine and how much how many pussy how much how much pussy you get and, and for a lot of you guys it's mediocre pussy at best and y'all try to showcase this shit but you'll see it time and time again like the guys like certain guys who pick up on this shit especially when it comes to like like look at it like this right like women women who believe that the hookup culture benefits them you have to just excuse their level of immature thinking like they have a childlike mind when it comes to these like when it comes to these situations they're not thinking long term ever in most cases that's why i bring up a lot of washed up porn stars And bitches that are suffering from trying to quit OnlyFans and they can't get their videos or they can't get their content taken down. Because they're only making decisions based on the moment. They're not thinking long term. Like, what's going to happen if this happens or that happens? They're not critical thinkers in a lot of ways. And I'm not saying that to be hateful. They're just, in a lot of cases, these type of women are not critical thinkers when you're just looking for hook up hook up hook up
6: all the time you're kind of looking for bodies and genitalia whereas the
4: best connections are with hearts and souls and minds. all right see now now she's bullshitting but she missed something well she's not c4 man that's 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 the man's perspective and maybe women try to mimic that in terms of getting dick but like as looking at sex as like just genitalia, literally as pussy, as men would look at sex, getting pussy, men don't like. And when we'll say getting dick, maybe that's in the same like, maybe that's the same, but no. For a woman, it's what she can get out of that. It's that ability at that point to be in the hookup culture, hook up culture. She becomes a hooker. All right. She becomes no more than a hooker because it's going to break down to dick and wallet. All right. Penis and resources. Now she's essentially for sale. Now she's for sale. Now she's on the sex market. Because that's all it takes for a woman to just be woman without even revealing herself, if she's attractive, she's attractive. She's going to get a man's attention. But when it became trendy to essentially be a hooker or be a slut, go on a slut walk, do all these other things, right? That's when it became an issue because now women who consider themselves non-modern women are essentially, uh, they have the same attitude the same influences they may not even have bodies they're just following whatever the fuck is out there and that becomes a fucked up sad situation because these women don't even know what the fuck they're getting themselves into until it's too late now you, you about 15 bodies deep a lot of women are like 15 bodies deep and haven't even graduated high school seriously think about that Think about that. Think about that. A lot of women are 15 bodies deep and not even out of high school. What ability are they going to really have to essentially find somebody and pair bond with when they're not even in the cock carousel, a.k.a. college yet? Bitch ain't even in the cock carousel university yet. She's not at the rooster university. And she already racked up 15 bodies in high school. But see, this is all hatred coming from me. That's all it would be looked at as. But the reality of it is, when a woman points it out, and what a lot of these women, when they talk about these things, they're talking about it from experience.
6: Oh, it doesn't have to
4: be love, but there's something... Yeah. Trans, yeah,
6: transcending the physical is definitely uh, something i would aim for anyway not just um not just bodies i mean for that i would just use a vibrator or 600 that i've got in my my collection but yeah it's very
4: and like that and i mentioned this before that dynamic when it comes to sexualized women versus sexualized men, okay? So sexualized women can can be women talking about masturbation, women can be talking about toys, dildos, power drills, they stick in their pussy, all types of crazy shit. And believe it or not, you can listen to all of that on YouTube. No, No filters, nothing. They can talk about all that shit there. No problems. The sexualized man is the creep the weirdo, the pedo. Um, and that can be looked at in the sense of judgment from the passport bros, the guys who decide to leave the country to find women, are just the guys who are in the West, guys who are in the United States, who are in their 40s but who have the ability to talk to younger women. They get called the creep in the same way. Men who have, like, pocket pussies and shit, they're creeps. Guys who have sex dolls, they're weirdos. Guy, like, I can keep going, but see, with women, it's the opposite. It can, it, it can go as deep as pornography. Okay. Woman, woman can sexualize herself, right, to a point of being essentially a porn star, right? Um. With porn for a woman that's a way for her to make money or at least short term. Oh, she's making her money, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Guy who watches porn, he's a creep, he's a weirdo, but if it wasn't for that creep and weirdo watching your shit, you wouldn't get paid. See? But it's always it's always weird, man. It's always a it's always a weird situation like because it just shows you how much advantages women actually have over men they have advantages over men one of their advantages is obviously just them being women i hate to say it by a woman just being woman she has an advantage over a man because like i stated earlier a quote-unquote man's man today is considered toxic a woman who's genuine and who's feminine That is a woman that most men will seek after compared to the more masculine, strong, independent, a woman who may be just as attractive. But that attitude and sort of that problematic energy that she brings into the mix, it's not worth dealing with long term.
6: Very unfair that um, there's this double standard that still seems to be around um, in certain circles. But it's very—it's a very recent development that women are kind of more um, independent, etc. Yeah. And I wanted to read a little extract from this book called *Sex for One: The Joy of Self-Loving* by Betty Dodson. Oh, self-loving!
4: What about that? How about that self-loving we talked about self-love in the last video I swear to you guys I did not listen to any of these it's all connecting that's fucking crazy he passed away
6: on the 31st of October this year at the age of 91 and she got married when she was I think in her 20s or maybe I don't know so a long time ago basically and she writes something very interesting about virginity let me read it now although I said i married for love I had really bestowed my gift of sex in exchange for economic security because I lived in a society that didn't give equal pay to women. I was unconsciously bargaining with sex for marriage, still the best financial deal for for women. Whether I was saving sex for my prince, freely bestowing it on my lover, or granting exclusive rights in marriage, I was doing business with sex. When the female genitals have economic value instead of sexual value for women, marriage becomes a legal form of prostitution. <laughs>
4: But think about it. The dating culture is essentially legal prostitution. Today, dating. The only thing is, a guy is not guaranteed to get pussy at the end. But the woman's guaranteed to get money. The woman's... Hold Hold up, hold up, hold up. I didn't mean to hit that. The women are guaranteed money. The women are guaranteed the free meal. The women are guaranteed the free ride. There's no sex in it. There's no, they don't have to give up sex. In Most cases they don't, because today with the hookup culture and everything being open the way that it is, if a woman wants to sleep with a guy who she's attracted to, she's going to try to set that shit up, or at least insinuate, or or give innuendos to the man to approach and and handle it accordingly to how she wants to handle. It. Right. So this is all this is all horseshit, man.
6: It's no wonder that some wives feel like unpaid hookers. Oh my god, underpaid hookers, and some husbands feel like overworked trans, so that's kind of interesting. Anyway, I thought that was a very interesting um perspective on marriage, and you can see that, well, that's why equal pay is so important, and I think that's why there was such a judgment on women who were promiscuous in the past, and I think it was people maybe around these women were trying to protect them because it was their value it was their future and I think that's really sad personally when i lost my virginity I, I was thinking about love and and curiosity and i was so in love i never thought that i was trading my my future because i was going to university i was going to do my own thing and be an independent woman and um So that's why it's a very, very, very different, very different scenario. So yeah, everyone should have sex if and when and whenever they want, of course, but I'm not really um, um, a proponent of promiscuity. Of course, there are different degrees of promiscuity. Oh my God, make
4: it make sense. Make it make sense. That's all I got to say. Make it make sense. Because like, she's like, she can't be... 100% one thing because she's going to get criticism from the other end. So, what does she do? She fences. That's all. Because what is somewhat, what is being somewhat promiscuous compared to being promiscuous? What's being a little promiscuous compared to being promiscuous? If you're promiscuous, you're promiscuous. Like, if a woman loses her virginity, right let's just break it down like this if women lose her virginity if women loses her hymen right she's no longer a virgin right so she can't go out there and act like she's like the the best thing since sliced bread when you already gave the slice up give it up stop it stop it stop it you can't play both sides of the fence with this one And it's not to say, oh, you lose your virginity, you're promiscuous. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying a lot of women can go out there and feel that by racking up bodies, that's not going to affect them later on. And it's obviously going to affect them later on. There's too many examples. Security. You can have a phase between relationships, you or you could. There you go. M- m- there m- you <laughs> go. Ho phase. Ho phase. She belongs to the streets. Ho phase. She said it. You can have your phases in between relationships, and this is all acceptable. And they wonder why they're in the situations they're in. They wonder why they come across niggas who build themselves up as man will reject them and deny them for long-term relationships, especially marriage and cohabitation. You've been with too many people for me as one man to invest in you. I feel that that is necessary. And I feel that that is fair to say, just like a woman can say a nigga's broke. A nigga's not making as much, or he's not making the money that I expect a man to make. So I won't fuck with him. I can say the same thing when it comes to partners. I'm not investing my money into a woman that is no more than community property. She belongs to the streets. I will not do it. I will not do it. Number one, she's a slut. Number two, um, she's not going to be necessarily capable of pair bonding in the long run with bodies. Like I said, the girl who graduates high school and she racks up 15 bodies. What what do you think? Like it's it's difficult, man. This is this is just a terrible conversation to have, but it has to be had. Right. Because like. Even the women who have the high expectations with the body count. They don't understand what they are personally doing to themselves. Fuck a physical level on an emotional and psychological level. That's why a lot of these women end up on head meds.
6: Might be a special occasion. It might be something you do when, when you travel for work, or maybe you're just constantly looking for... For, for, for hookups, I don't know. There are lots of different types
4: of degrees to, um, yeah. to promiscuity. But for me, personally... A lot of, the, lot of degrees to promiscuity. No, you're promiscuous or you're not promiscuous. <laughs> stop it. There's no need to make this difficult. There's no need to just sit in the middle of this because you don't want people to go against what you're saying. Like, it, like stop it. I think...
6: I think any type of promiscuity is quite unattractive. And and also for male promiscuity, I don't don't think it's, oh, yeah, he's great. He's a playboy. He's with
4: loads of women. That type of person also. Yeah, because you are older. See, this is a lot. This is something that a lot of women don't put together. Women who talk about this now that they're not into the quote unquote promiscuous guy. They are older. They've had those guys previously. Now, ask a 20 something year old this. Ask a woman who's 19, a woman. ask a woman who's straight out of high school this question. She's going to want the playboy. She's going to want that the, the mindset of like the captain of the football team. She's going to want that guy. It's when they're older and they realize that, hey, those type of guys aren't going to invest in me long term to where all of a sudden, oh, it's not attractive. Oh, yeah, that's just as bad. Oh, these guys are jerks. These guys are playboys. These guys are um, womanizers, etc. You think um, I don't
6: know? You think you, you might not feel special if you're with someone like that who has no criteria with who they go to bed with. I don't think it's attractive for anyone really, and I don't think it's really about sex. I think it's about validation, and that's what's not cool about it, in my in my humble humble opinion. Yeah, so I think it's kind of good, I think anyway, to have experienced different things in life, such as monogamy, and then um, some kind of casual encounter so that you know, so you've experienced it. And then some celibacy as well. I think it's really important to- She belongs to the streets. Mm
4: -hmm. So she pretty much promotes And this is the great, this is the best thing about these women. They tell on themselves, this is the greatest thing about these women. So she says, well, she, she believes in the hoe phase. She said that, uh, she doesn't believe that that's necessarily promiscuous for some reason. Being a hoe for a moment is not being promiscuous. There's degrees to promiscuity from her perspective um but she's not she's not she's not with the traditional shit at all like you can tell like she's just not with the traditionalism she's not with that she's a part-time hooker and a part-time slut but there's moments where you can be monogamous you can be you can go from being a hoe to focusing on one person something that she automatically went against in the beginning of this video when she talked about being promiscuous affects your ability to pair bond. Make this up. Make You can't make this up. Make it make sense. To be on
6: your own for a while, not just for sexual reasons, but, but also for kind of emotional reasons. I think it's really important to be self-sufficient and that anyone who comes into your life is a plus. It's not kind of... Um, I would say if it's a cake, if it's a cupcake, we should, our lives should be the sponge. And the person in your life is the kind of cherry and the icing or the frosting on top. It's the kind of extra that makes
4: the sponge. And see that, that's the self-centered narcissistic mindset. She will always be the main focus. And whatever guy or whatever partner comes, they're just the cherry on top. <laughs> Amazing.
6: Better. You Amazing. know, you be the, the sponge, you know, you should be have your own sponge. I don't know if that makes any sense. But, um, wow. But yeah, a very interesting topic. So it's very frustrating that, um, that promiscuity is, uh, the source of, uh, misogyny out there. <laughs> what I think is important <laughs> is, um,
4: is. And that's it. I knew that was coming. Th- these bitches can't breathe without mentioning misogyny, dude. They can't they can't breathe air bitches need misogyny and oxygen in order to live today it's fucking incredible like no being promiscuous is unattractive to most men the end that's all it is you can and because it is unattractive to most men you cannot support it wholeheartedly because you don't want to seem you don't want to be seen as unattractive to most men so what do you do I mentioned it earlier. She fences. She sits on the fence. She goes, well, there's degrees to being promiscuous, but I don't support it necessarily. But I do believe you should have your phase, but I do believe you should be monogamous and I do believe you should be celibate. It's like, bitch, stop it. Stop it. Women who come across this type of information, it's going to corrupt them. That's what it's going to do. That's what it's going to do. It's not going to do anything special. It's not going to benefit a bitch. It's going to corrupt her. But then again, you got to look at sex and what it would represent or what it would mean without – for men, what sex and love would mean without the search – are the race for it, are without the requirements and unrealistic expectations for it. And for a woman, love and sex for them would be the icing on the cake, the the meal ticket to get what she wants from men. That's why women have sex appeal. That's why women reveal certain parts of themselves to get male validation. Not always, but without them even knowing that's what they're doing, okay? Now, to be promiscuous as woman to a woman is not as accurate as it is to a man, meaning a woman can be unattractive, like I said earlier, and be promiscuous have options on top of options and have her fun with multiple men, okay? Women will equate getting sex and getting one-night stands and hookups from men as being desired long-term by a man. And, of course, they find out in the long run. It's not the case. A pump and dump... I mean, essentially at the end of the road, they realize that they're a pump and dump at best. A pump and dump at best. At best. If they're lucky, they will be looked at as pump and dumps. But that doesn't, that helps their ego for the moment. Like I've said earlier, it's short-term benefits. Oh, well, I have a variety of guys who want to fuck me, but it's not really guys who want to be with me or it's guys who don't want to be with me long-term. They just want to be, They it's guys that will only want to be with me underneath the sheets. That's all. See, and women, don't, the, the women who speak of it now, they weren't thinking about that. Then obviously it was about the instant validation. They weren't thinking long term. Okay. And time and time again, I have to point these things out. I should just play the rest of this just because it is kind of funny live your life in every
6: moment in the most authentic way you can. And you shouldn't think about someone in your future judging you for your, for your present or, or someone in your present judging you from your past. It's like when you're doing your CV or your, your, resume, um, you shouldn't really have to justify anything in your life. You did what you, you,
4: you thought was best at a certain time and voila, and you just learned from it. I think that's. Um, yeah. But that your problem with that is, when a person says they're not going to hire you you'll use that against them that's what that's what you would do a guy in that situation will go okay i may not have the experience i may not have the tools or i may not have the information that i've had to get the position that i want a man will take his losses and will learn to better himself a woman in a lot of cases will just cry pout about it, say that the person's sexist, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's really important. And I I prefer,
6: I've had had partners who have had promiscuous pasts, and it doesn't really bother me because I know that um, they appreciate me more because um, I know some people who've had Lots of um, dates with with people and and hookups, etc. And then they've had one night stands. And then there's that one person that they they actually wanted to stay for breakfast with, and then they actually ended up getting married to that person. So there can actually be a lot of the, there can be phases um, as well. Can't, it's not just
4: a whole phase. Like I said before, she mentions it again. So apparently, she's not promiscuous. She's pretty much said. In a slick way, that she's not promiscuous, but she believes in phases. So, how is a woman who's not promiscuous promote promiscuity? Make it make sense.
6: A promiscuous personality and doing it all the time. So, yeah, so it's a very uh, very touchy subject, but I wanted to share it. And um, I don't really think that. The promiscuous, extreme promiscuity doesn't really add much value to your life, I don't think, other than helping you to to value the real special situations.
4: I like how she had to separate the two, so she made it extreme. So it's the extreme promiscuous people. But the people who are just having hoe faces, they're just fine. So, like, you got to really be careful what these bitches talk about and how they talk about it. Because, like, this is bullshit. You, you hopefully can find yourself
6: Fucking in... stupid. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so my advice to anyone who's promiscuous is just... um ...advice, if you want to change Shit. it, that is, but it's to really ask why you're doing it. What What is it for? Is it for sex? Is it...
4: Money, validation, attention, resources, security. I mean... I can keep going. It doesn't take much to answer these questions. If, if, And this is how you can tell a bitch is trying too hard. Bitch, you know the fucking answer. Stop. And I'm using bitch in a very... I use bitch, okay? Just like I use nigga. I don't say these things in, in a negative fashion. But this bitch should know better. Like, come on now. You're putting on an act... I don't know what it is. You're trying to project yourself as not being promiscuous, but you support women having a hoe phase. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get well, it.
6: validation. And I think, because uh, I think one thing that makes, that can improve your sex life across the board is just to actually choose your partners carefully. Choosing your partners carefully and that someone that you really like, someone that makes you feel very comfortable and someone that you know the surname. <laughs> I think that's kind of interesting. I think that's kind of basic. I know lots of people who don't even know the surnames of most of their lovers, but I, mean, I think that's kind of sad because that's definitely the opposite of the, the sexuality that I'm trying to promote. I, I believe in sacred sexuality
4: and uh, I think sharing intimate. All right, that's it. Sacred sexuality. I mean, whatever. Whatever. Just realize they tell on themselves. Like, that's kind of what this is. Uh, telling on themselves Tuesday. This should just be a, a, a normal routine. I usually do toxic Tuesdays, but telling on themselves Tuesday does sound a bit uh, catchy. So I'm just going to save that as telling on themselves Tuesdays. That's all this is. It's like, how can you project yourself without projecting yourself at the same time? That's kind of like where that's the only thing that I'm wondering, like, how can you project yourself as a woman who has been promiscuous? Try to prevent yourself from being seen as it by saying that there are degrees of it and then saying those who are extremely promiscuous is a problem. But those who just have, you know, a whole phase, those who do this, those who do that, that's all fine and dandy. I mean, whatever. I want to get into this because it's only nine o'clock anyway. So I want to get into one of these strong, successful men videos. I got to remember which one it is that I wanted to get into, but we're going to find it now. Fuck it, I ain't done yet. All right? Let's see. Hold up. Yeah, we want to go through this. All right, so I think this guy, the story of this is, this guy, I think, if this is the right one, he's the nice guy. He's considered the nice guy. He actually decides to be a friend with a woman who actually rejected him. Mistake number one. And then, um, yeah, We'll go from there. This loud music gonna begin it.
3: All right, guys, welcome back to Strong, Successful Male. So for today, I'm going to give a pretty entertaining story titled, I, a 30-year-old male, rejected one of my best friends, a 28-year-old female that I used to be in love with. And guys, this story is about a guy, he's going to share his story here, how he had this girl that he had the odds for. And after, like, taking a year to finally work up the nerve to ask her out or something like that, as a typical nice guy would, she rejects him, and she ends up getting in a relationship with a guy who's pretty much a Chatter Tyrone type to no surprise doesn't work out and then she's back for this guy. Unfortunately for her, this guy's moved on and being rejected by her, he was like that's it, I'm done.
4: Not interested in her anymore. And this and this is how you know there is a difference and I made this point a while back between the nice guy and the beta male. The nice guy doesn't have to be a beta male. Um, in, in fact, I hate to say this To a lot of you guys out there The alpha male could essentially be the nice guy as well And when I say alpha male I mean that on an appearance level Masculine, dominant looking male Can in fact be the nice guy But because of his looks And this is, this is just like what I said earlier The difference between a gentleman A.K.A. a nice guy And a human doormat Which is essentially the beta male, is genetics. Now, he gets rejected, pretty much friend zoned by the woman. He moves on. She comes back. He rejects her, and then she tries to latch on. Take notes girl was a freaking meltdown
3: because the guy that she had in layaway because these gals always have these male orbiters around as yep. backup when things don't work out with the guy they really want yep. when he rejected her she lost it and I'll have you a really good one guys for a couple reasons to cover here number one i tell you all the time don't be that nice guy who's friend with a girl her orbiter in hopes that she'll choose you Okay, don't be that guy, because that guy's pathetic.
4: And I've been that guy in the past, and I was
3: pathetic, and a I'm sure a lot of, us, of you guys have been that guy, too. A
4: lot they- of us have been in those positions, but a lot of us aren't transparent enough to talk about it. So this is why we talk about these situations the way that we talk about it. Yeah, sure. Just waiting for your turn, okay?
3: Because the guy she really wants. She's going to go after them, and you're backup. And nobody wants to be a backup. And also, guys, to show you that when they don't, things don't work out for them, they lose their shit like a freaking little four-year-old that didn't give their way. Also, I want to
4: point out this story. This girl is... Tw- and just like that woman said in the beginning of the Pearly Things video, or she said at the end, women are prisoners of their own emotions. <laughs> got to bring that back. We got to bring that back. Got to bring that back to make that point
3: Eight years old What's so important about that number? Well, the number 30 Is right around the corner And a lot of gals start having meltdowns When they are getting close to 30 Because they want to be on their way to the altar I Have a ring on their finger Because a lot of their friends are getting married There you go. So they then go into backup mode There, there you, you go
4: plenty. What did I bring up earlier? <laughs> what did I bring up earlier? Now, I listened to this earlier, but I brought it up that when a woman, when women today, they're talking about getting married in their 30s, they've completely missed the opportunity when they had the looks because they were too busy out there having fun. That's the reality. When their 30s come that search for a man it's not search for love it's like search it's a search for a security blanket it's a survival mechanism she sees that her family and friends are surviving by a man so now she's she doesn't want to die alone she wants to be taken care of and like i said earlier some women are humbled and they'll go for a more realistic guy they'll go for a guy who's essentially a little slightly above average guy compared to having the high expectations that she had 10 years ago. But the attitude of women today, you'll have bitches who are 40 who are still going around thinking they're 20.
3: Despicable. Didn't work out with the guy they really wanted, so now they choose one of their orbiters as a safe option to get a relationship with. That way they don't have to be 30 years old and not married, or at least on the way to being married and I think what's going on here is that she lost her what she thought was a sure thing and lost it so it's a very good one to go over here it's entertaining but also a lot of good important lessons here now I tell you in advance right now this guy is although certainly probably a good guy he is your typical nice guy and you're gonna see how this typical nice guy handles certain things here that just is gonna make you want to scream and I'll be honest here that I can't say there aren't some things he did here that I did in my long past and I'm sure some of you guys did too. And if I could go back in time and smack some sense into me, I would have. So, starts off, he says here, I, a 30-year-old male, met my friend Jean, a 28-year-old female, three years ago at a recreational soccer league, and I was pretty infatuated with her from the beginning. Another guy in the league, a lawyer, lawyer dude, who's 30 years old, also liked her, and part of the same group of friends we got together at this league. After over a year of friendship deepened, I honestly fell more in love with her, too. Smack. You all know why I did that. I was hesitant about damaging our friendship, but came clean and asked her if she wanted to do explore something more. So it took him a year to ask her out.
4: Yeah, you were already, you were already, that guy was already categorized from the beginning. Like if you you are essentially categorized as the friend at that point, if you've been around a woman you've been attracted to for a year and haven't made any move, she automatically puts you in that category. Unless you unless you go through a transformation and you get jacked or whatever fucking magic you can come up with, you're going to be seen as that guy. The orbiter. That's what nice guys do.
3: They wait and wait and wait and plot and plan, and they pine for her, and they finally work up the the nerve to ask her after a year. When already they're in the friend zone, and already she can tell that they already like them. So that shows to her, no confidence, no backbone, low value. I'm not interested in you. Meanwhile, a guy that has options with women, a guy that has balls, or the bad boys, I'll see a girl ask her out right then and there. Uh, She told me, that she loved me as a friend, but if she's not into me like that, since she didn't want to get in a relationship at the time, so even though my heart was broken, I moved on. Yeah, well, if she was into him, she would have gotten together with him and dated him. That's what they all say. Oh, I'm not really interested in a relationship right now. I'm working on myself. That's the way they let the guys down, but in reality, I just don't want you. Uh, less than two months later, she starts dating LD and became clear to me she wasn't necessarily avoiding relationships, but just didn't want me. what I tell you? I think all my romantic feelings for her ended right that moment since I'm not the type of person that wants the same excitement, that wants the same excitement and feelings for a partner that I give to her. No big deal, was honestly happy for her. Smack. Typical nice guy thing. Well, as long as she's happy, I want her to be.
4: I mean, geez. Happy. Uh, We were
3: still good friends, but I left the league because my professional life picked up since I was promoted to CFO for my company. And I just didn't have time for it. Wow. Cool. CFO. That's no small thing. Uh, We still joked and texted all the time, and Gene and LD even came out with me, my friends and my sister, to a party and had some nights out. Gene even became good friends with my sister, which I was happy to see because I'm happy to see my sister surround herself with great people. Well, you're going to see in time this girl wasn't so great. (laughs) So notice he still stays, he's that guy that's going to have girls that he's going to hang out with and text with, just be friends with.
2: (laughs)
4: Now, that that goes into the beta male category. See, a nice guy... See, look. Like I said, the separation of the nice guy and like the beta male is... The nice guy can still have um, the appearance and look of an alpha male, but can have the character... Of being chivalrous and doing all these things for a woman because she's a woman, etc. When you are denied attraction by women and still asked to be friends, and you choose to remain friends with them and actually hang out, buy them shit, do everything for them, and you know at the end of the day you have no chances of being with them, that's beta male shit. Beta male, male, you- Without a doubt. Beta male shit. Without a fucking doubt. There's no other way. My Crazy. Don't, Don't be that crazy. guy. Okay.
3: I know a lot of you guys. There are guys who disagree with me. But men and women can't be friends. Okay? Absolutely. The only way it can work is if you have zero attraction for her whatsoever. And- Bingo. Bingo. vice versa. But even then. I just, at this point in my life, knowing what I know, why would I want to deal with the bullshit? The gossiping and listening to her damn problems and all that. If you do business with her for your career, that's one thing, you know, but otherwise, if you're not hooking up, why the hell are you wasting any time hanging out, let alone texting and messaging and all that? That's just me. A few months ago, Jean and LD broke up, which came as a surprise to everyone because they seemed great together. I'm finding out in the past several weeks from Gene and my sister that LD was supposedly abusive and had been emotionally, psychologically, and even physically abusive uh, almost the entire time that they were together.
4: Now, we're not going to play this entire thing, but I'm going to tell you straight up from my perspective, she she was pumped and dumped. She was a pump and dump. Or she was like a short-term fling. She didn't understand that that what that's what she was to the guy that she was with, and that was it. And once that guy damaged her or broke her heart, she had to come up with the excuses. Now I'm not saying that this is hundred percent the case, but this is how I would look at this. But then, let's 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 continue for the time being.
3: And I squeezed in my own words saying, supposedly. Because you're going to see in the end of the story, you could question whether who's being truthful here, her or the other guy. But nevertheless, this relationship didn't work out with the guy she initially really wanted. Now watch this. Uh, she even had pictures of the bruises on her body and everything. I feel terrible for her, and she's been spending more time with us, and I think she's well on the path to recovery. She's just probably see a therapist or something to confirm that.
4: Now, indeed. Now, also in this situation, if she had all these bruises and all this and that, why didn't she go to the police? Why would she have pictures of these things without, you know, giving it to the authorities? I believe that this is this is a great example of women promoting and women who participate in character assassination. Because, like I've always stated, that a woman can't physically harm a man, but she can ruin and damage a man's reputation. She can make false allegations just from being uh, rejected as a possible long-term partner. I'm just saying. He was hitting her and doing all those
3: awful things. That's obviously terrible. That shouldn't happen. But there's some wackos out there that will that are manipulative and nuts and will turn things around and make the guy out to be a bad guy and do anything and even bruise themselves. I mean, yep. I'm
4: hoping that's not the case here, but at the end of the story, you're going to see. She, Hey, she takes pictures of it, doesn't send it to the police, and you know what women can do with makeup? Come on now. Come on now. I'm a detective, dude. Like, I'm, I'm pretty much a detective at this point. I'm pretty much a detective. Because like I said, the the obvious question would be, well, why was, what was his name? LD. That's what they called him. Why wasn't LD brought up on charges? Why did she take pictures of the bruises and did nothing about it? It, Automatically, she's, she's seen as toxic. She's seen as someone who's unstable. But hey, let's continue. Well, it's not impossible to think that could possibly happen. I hope not.
3: Uh, last weekend, we were drinking some wine in my kitchen, goofing around, and she's teasing me about my last few girlfriends that I've showed, that I showed her, and even doing an impression of some of them. He says, we're in NYC, and dating people can be just weird here. I was pretty tipsy in my my kitchen is tiny, Manhattan apartment, and I'm pretty sure she initiated a kiss. We kissed for maybe 7 to 10 seconds before I put a stop to it and tried to defuse the situation, joking about how strong the wine is. She agrees, laughs about it, and goes home. So she put the moves on him after things didn't work out with the guy she really wanted, the guy she chose, and this guy rejected her. How do you think that's going to go with her? Women do not like rejection. But you see, she, they were drinking, so she could just as her way out. Say, oh, it was the, the alcohol if you rejected her. But the point is, he's done with it. He's staying her buddy and friend, which I don't get. But he's still he's staying friends with her. But he's not hes not into her anymore. He's done with her. Uh, early the next morning, she's at my doorstep and wants to talk. Just shows up at the doorstep. She said that she's in love with me and we can start what we should have started when I confessed to her years ago. She's in love with you. That guy broke, that guy, the, the relationship that she wanted didn't work and now she's immediately in love with this guy.
4: Toxic. Love bombing already? Love bombing? Um, Allegations of previous physical abuse? Then love bombing? Come on now. Just like that? Come on now. That's... Come on now. Come on now. I
3: told her that I love her as a friend, but I don't see her romantically like that, and it wouldn't be a good idea. She seemed incredibly hurt and asked if it's because I rejected her, and I told her it wasn't, but I don't think she believed me. To be honest, it probably is the reason, as I mentioned, unless... Unless someone is a golden lab excited about me as I'm into them, I lose interest in them romantically. I probably have issues, but that's just how I am. But in no way am I trying to purposely punish her. Okay. I'll be honest with you guys. I've had gals reject me in my life. happen happened to all of us. And when they reject me, I'm done. And
4: yes, I've had some come back. Imagine that. And it's like... You know what? I'm about to end this right now. Because I talk about that a lot. Where... You know, you get rejected, and as a guy, it doesn't. I mean, if you've been out there, it doesn't bother you, right? Because you've you're as a man, you're used to rejection, you're used to certain adversities. Women aren't, because in a lot of cases, and I'm not saying nothing bad about them saying it, but just by woman being there, she she's essentially expected to have certain things handed to her. It's not the same with a guy. Guy actually has to go out there and produce. So when that guy gets rejected by a woman and then that guy has to focus on bettering himself, he gets himself to that better position in life, whatever it is. And those women come back. Of course, the guy who's red pill aware, he understands why these women are back. They're not back because of you. They're back because of what you have and what you can possibly benefit them with that's when the cold harsh reality comes in right but see that's that's women for you in a lot of cases i hate i hate to say it like that but like the same women that can reject you can be the same women hitting you up saying hey big head what have you been up to hey stranger especially around this time i said it in the last episode holiday season is here bitches are gonna be hitting motherfuckers up like like it ain't nothing you see what i mean and guys who are gullible enough, they'll just go along with it. And a lot of these women, they looking for something for the moment—maybe some gifts, maybe some attention, maybe some validations. Maybe that guy is just the accessory guy. You know what I mean? Maybe she's just trying to get dick down, and she finds you as the candidate. If you can, if if you can separate the bedroom fun from the emotional shit, then by all means, do that. But when you're dealing with these type of women, you shouldn't even really deal with them because a one night stand can turn into a bitch stalking you. And that's pretty much what this whole video got into. I wish I could finish it, but there's still a couple things that I need to do at this job. Matter of fact, now, nah, yeah, there's still a couple things I need to do at this job and it'll give me enough time to upload it. So I will most likely um, go into a lot of these a lot more. Um, Reddit, Reddit posts, especially from our space, uh, strong, successful male, my bad. I said, strong, uh, strong, successful men earlier. It's strong, successful male. I'm gonna probably go through, uh, Reddit post and content from this channel in the future. But as I always say, it's the end of another day. So in the meantime, and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah, with another edition, another episode, Town on Themselves, Tuesday of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.